The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. It's the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. A $15 an hour minimum wage might sound like a good idea. This is particularly the case if you're currently earning a low wage. There's no argument that living on a low hourly pay rate is a challenge. However, raising the federal minimum wage to $15 will not likely have the outcome many people are hoping for. Stick around for today's podcast episode as I go over why is a $15 an hour federal minimum wage a terrible idea. Before I get started on today's podcast episode, if you like the podcast, go ahead and subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. This podcast episode, I really wanted to go over the big topic of a $15 an hour federal minimum wage and why it's a, a terrible idea. The politicians in Washington that are proponents of a $15 minimum wage claim that it will raise the pay rate for people to one that is a livable wage. Although the Congressional Budget Office estimates a rise in the minimum wage to $15 would increase the income of around 7 million people, the increase in wages would also result in what shows to be a loss of 1.3 million low-end jobs, and this is according to the Department of Labor. Raising the minimum wage to the level of $15 an hour, has it's been a hot topic in politics, like I said, and, and several career politicians are very adamant on getting policies pushed through that would accomplish the $15 an hour minimum wage. Yet, just like many ideas disconnected government representatives believe are good might actually have opposite consequences. Results that could impact low-income families much more than just having a low wage. Government policies of trickle-down economics, they never seem to, to work like politicians believe it should. And almost doubling the minimum wage to $15 an hour is not going to ultimately make the positive impact so many people believe it will for several reasons. One of those reasons a $15 an hour federal minimum wage won't have the impact that it should is, quite frankly, a $15 federal minimum wage, it's not going to truly benefit everyone that it should. The truth is, when it comes to minimum wage, not that many people earn just the minimum. The reality is that the typical minimum wage worker is a high school student or someone retired that wants just wants something to do. Statistics show that minimum wage workers, they're not often the, the head of household, and almost half of the people that earn the minimum are under the age of 25. Supporters of a $15 minimum wage claim that it will bring millions of families out of poverty and provide a living wage. However, the average minimum wage earner often goes home to a family that already earns an income near the American median, which is about $68,000 per year. Because most minimum wage workers are not the head of a household or supporting an entire family, a $15 minimum wage is not going to have the impact so many people believe it will. And it's estimated that only about 2.3% of employed Americans earn, you know, just the minimum. Moreover, many industries in hospitality that do earn a minimum wage, they also receive an income from tips 
pushing their wages often to more than just $15 an hour. Most people earning low wages are not actually living in poverty. They do have low incomes, but do not live in what would be considered true poverty as politicians in, in Washington claim. A big problem with a rise in minimum wage, as I mentioned, is if it does go up to $15 an hour, it'll, it will result in a loss of jobs. For people that are brought up to work at $15 an hour as a result in the increase of a federal minimum wage, it certainly would be great, but the ultimate result would be a loss of jobs. People that might have been earning $10 or $12 per hour might no longer have work. Several states have a medium hourly wage already at less than $20 per hour. Establishing a minimum wage in these states that is close to their median, it's going to price a number of workers out of the labor market. Large corporations with a national or global footprint might be able to increase their wages without a problem, and they should have done this likely some time ago. However, small businesses would not likely be able to absorb the changes financially. Smaller business owners would need to cut working hours or the number of employees they have in order to pay their employees more. This is even if they can do so and keep their doors open. Even though some larger companies could easily pay their employees more, this doesn't mean they would automatically do so. With so many larger global corporations outsourcing more of their labor in favor of lower costs, why wouldn't a rise in minimum wage just escalate the practice of outsourcing cheaper labor? The business world in America is not what it once was decades ago. At one time, companies cared about the people they employed and took pride in their work. This is no longer the case. Today's large corporate world is an environment of answering to shareholders and enriching them along with the executives that run these companies. Now, do you, do you think large companies will just sit by and accept lower profits in favor of an increase in the minimum wage? And the answer to this is, you should already know, it's likely no. Raising the federal minimum wage to $15 will result in a loss of jobs and it will genuinely hurt a lot of small businesses. There is no way it can't, and several economists agree. The Congressional Budget Office even did a study of a proposed rise in the minimum wage, finding that, you know, an estimated 1.3 or 4 million jobs will be lost. A $15 federal minimum wage requirement, it also doesn't account for geographical differences. It shouldn't come as a surprise that the cost of living is much different in areas around the country. Someone making $15 an hour in a large city is going to be much different than a person making the same amount of money in a rural area. A flat $15 minimum wage will certainly benefit people in areas where the cost of living is low. Mississippi is said to have, for example, about an average hourly wage of $15 an hour for most people. Change the minimum wage to $15 and every worker would be earning the average hourly pay rate in that state. The result of this would likely be that every employer in the state would have to adjust its wages higher to account for a much larger minimum wage. With a jump in the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour, a big question that, that should come up is what happens to those higher wages above $15 when, when it is raised to $15? 
The federal minimum wage, is, it's currently $7.25 an hour. Each state does often have its own set minimum, but but what would happen if this $7.25 an hour was more than doubled to $15? For someone earning, for example, $20 an hour compared to a person making $7.25 currently, what happens to this higher income when the minimum wage is brought up to $15? I can almost guarantee you that a person making $20 an hour will also want to raise to accommodate the increase in the minimum wage to $15. That person will likely want to start earning at least $27.75 an hour. If the person earning $7.25 gets a $7.75 raise, why shouldn't the wages above this also be moved up accordingly? Workers want to be compensated for their education and experience. If minimum wage goes to $15 an hour, everyone from a next level employee earning slightly more to a company CEO is going to want to be compensated based on the rise in hourly pay for a minimum wage employee. Another thing you need to think about here with a rise in the federal minimum wage to $15 is high paid executives and CEOs, they're not going to, to sacrifice their income. If there's one thing most people should have learned by now is that executives, CEOs, and shareholders, they're just not going to sacrifice their income to accommodate a higher minimum wage. In many regards, CEOs earning a thousand times an average employee could easily cut a few million out of their pay and or bonus to distribute a much more reasonable pay rate for a lot of people that work for them. However, this is, it's never going to happen. Company boardrooms will look for ways to cut costs in order to pay the people that work for them more. Yet this will not include cutting the money those people in that same boardroom earn. The cuts will almost certainly come from cutting employees, their benefits, and working hours. Other cost-cutting strategies will also be used that might be putting employee safety at risk or producing a lower quality product. Small business owners will be no different when it comes to retaining any profits they have. This is almost more understandable compared to a large corporation. Most small business owners take on large risks for the possible rewards, and they're not going to give those rewards up to increase the minimum wage for their employees. The result will likely be less workers with more work and responsibilities. Personally, I don't believe a rise in minimum wage to $15 an hour or even tax breaks for large companies makes a difference. The term trickle-down economics might have worked decades ago. However, today, the corporate world is more geared to greed and rewarding shareholders. Less profits at the expense of a higher minimum wage equates to cutting costs. Tax breaks for corporations just equals larger profits at the top and for investors. If there's one thing for certain with a jump in the federal minimum wage to $15 is prices are going to go up. Probably one of the easiest ways for a business to absorb a rise in wages to, is to increase the price of their product or service. A $15 minimum wage is sure to be shortly followed by higher prices. Thus, it will somewhat be a wash between improving the standard of living for a lot of people and bringing them out of poverty. Higher prices probably wouldn't set in immediately, but 
it wouldn't be long before this would happen to make up for a $15 minimum wage. Higher prices for products and services as a result of a $15 minimum wage would be a problem that everyone would need to absorb. This would include consumers and even business owners themselves, as it wouldn't be long before they would pay more for, for the supplies and services they purchase to operate their business. Now, if you think illegal immigration is already a problem, try putting the federal minimum wage at $15 an hour. America is often thought of as, as the land of opportunity, and this has made the United States a place where people from poorer countries around the world want to, to go and work. Wages in America are much higher along with the benefits that come with them. And people immigrate to the U.S. every day, both legally and illegally, because there are more opportunities available for them compared to their home country. The problem with immigration often is the money earned in America is sent back to the home country of the person that, that's working in America. Thus, the economy in America does not get the benefit it should from, from immigrants working in the country. A $15 minimum wage could make illegal immigration even much worse than it already is, as more people naturally want to make more money. The opportunity to earn three or four times more compared to what someone might earn in their own country would certainly incentivize a person to cross into America illegally. I understand why people want to enter America legally or illegally from other places around the world, and this is particularly the case when they can improve their economic situation and make a better life. The issue is when the minimum wage is raised to $15, this will be a real encouragement for more people to immigrate into the United States. There are issues with raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour, but I can't argue that a federal minimum wage set currently at $7.25, $7.25, it's ridiculously low. And it hasn't gone up since 2009, and it is certainly overdue for an increase. The question isn't really that the minimum wage should go up, but how much should it increase? Even with the proposed growth to $15 an hour not taking place until 2025, this amount does seem like it might be too much in a short amount of time. The proposal of a $15 minimum wage by 2025 does not give businesses some time to, to slowly bring their minimum pay rate up. However, more than doubling the minimum wage in four years, it's going to be a challenge. Furthermore, it would be a difficulty that many small business owners would have a hard time with compared to several larger global corporations. The real issue with a $15 federal minimum wage in just four years is that in that short time, it would probably need to be brought up even further to keep pace with the economy. The idea of a higher minimum wage is that it would bring people out of poverty and provide a better standard of, of living as costs such as healthcare and education increase over the next four years at the fast pace they have been, that $15 an hour will almost certainly not keep up. With the price of healthcare, housing, and education, even a $15 an hour wage today would be a challenge to make ends meet. This amount of money in four years, it, it's going to be worth much less. Lifting the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour, it's not going to have just the 
positive impact so many politicians in Washington claim. The idea sounds like a good one to someone earning just the minimum, but bringing up the minimum wage to $15 is likely to ha- likely to have a lot more negative impacts than positive. I can't argue that the federal minimum wage does need to be brought up from $7.25, yet the real problem is more likely that some companies can and should pay more than just the minimum. These businesses just pay the absolute minimum because, quite frankly, they can. Just because they can doesn't necessarily make it right. Decades ago, business owners and company CEOs providing for the people that make a company profitable was, it was viewed as the decent and, and right thing to do. Today, this has changed and, quite plainly, greed has taken over. The real problem with the minimum wage in America isn't that it is indeed low, but that more companies that could even afford to pay more, they just simply don't. Profits are reserved for executives and shareholders rather than the people that make a business successful. Companies should have the right to pay what they feel is is fair for a job. Capitalism does have some merit to how an economy, economy should work, yet America, I feel, has, has left capitalism behind in favor of greed at the expense of the American worker. A $15 an hour minimum wage is not going to solve poverty. Almost doubling the federal minimum wage is not going to make changes for the people that truly need a higher wage. The only thing it is likely to change is how most businesses operate in order to retain the profits they have become accustomed to. The federal minimum wage in America does need to be higher, but the real changes need to come from company values and the people that run them. Workers need to be valued like they were at one time, And companies need to start recognizing it is not just one person that makes a business successful. Everyone contributes to the success or failure of a company, and each person in a business should be rewarded for its achievements. If a company can easily afford to pay more, they should when that business is successful. Government shouldn't have to step in and make it so companies treat people the way they should be treated. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. What are your thoughts on raising the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour? You can send any comments directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. The next podcast episode, I will be talking about all of the stimulus money the government has been giving out. Although some people think it's just free money, There is nothing free about the money the government has been printing.